Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to the Solo Cleaning School podcast. I have shared before that I run the Smart Cleaning Tribe membership group. And this is not for solo cleaners. This is a smart goal setting and accountability group for cleaning company owners that are growing large companies. And each month we do mastermind calls, we do expert calls, and I pulled the audio of a roughly seven minute clip between my buddy Vincent Puglisi, who was our expert last month, talking about how to build a life of total life freedom. And in this clip, he is talking about quieting your mind, and he has a bombshell, a couple amazing quotes. And I'll just throw a couple of them out there, but in this clip, he's talking to um, my friend Lizzie Stroll, who's a member of the Smart Cleaning Tribe, and she owns Lebanon Cleaning Crew out of Lebanon, Missouri. So if you know any people or you happen to be in that part of Missouri, definitely check out Lizzie's website and company. She serves her community with excellence. So check out this quote that I pulled from inside this clip from Vincent. It's easier to work 60 hours than to work 40 hours. I used to be that way, but you miss a lot. You miss the ideas and you miss the creativity because if you can give yourself that time to relax and quiet your brain and slow your body down versus always doing something, my greatest ideas have never come from being busy. I can get more work done by doing work, but the ideas that will grow everything that you're doing come from quiet. And when you don't allow yourself to be quiet, you'll just continue to do more work. I've built a business, even though I'm capable, where it does still need me. And I'm like, I'm not following my original vision of making it to where I can't. But I'm also exactly like Kate, where as soon as I start optimizing something, I get bored. Like the idea of just being able to do whatever or it's not fulfilling to me. I need that excitement or that energy or that challenge. Or that, or that busyness? Yes. And maybe accountability, but also pressure, you know, that like. Do you have a hard time just relaxing? Oh, yeah. I don't, like, I work. My husband sits there, watches TV, and I'm, like, working on ClickUp now. But I, I'm bored if I don't have a project all the time. You think that's a good thing or, or, or possibly not? The fact I that you it, can't. I think anything can possibly not be a good thing, but I also really hate boredom. So. Why do you hate boredom? because it's boring. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that answer. That was a Dr. Seuss answer there. It's <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> you got, do you have kids? We have two, yeah. What do, what do you do? What do you say when they're bored? Um, go find something to work on. Pick up rocks is my classic statement. Um, not my job to make you not bored. I'm that kind of mom. You know, judge me all you want, but like I am totally the mom that is like, no, there's too many things to be done. My kids have like 12,000 animals. They have a chore or something to do. Okay. She also teaches her kids entrepreneurship too, Vincent. Oh, cool. Do you find is, is relaxing? I guess this is the point I, I want to ask. It's for, it's for us recovering workaholics, 
right? That's been the, like we talked about in the mastermind on, on Monday, you know, John Apino said, he's like, it's easier for him to work 60 hours than it is to work 30 hours. Yeah. Yeah, me. Right? That's the way I always was. And you miss a lot by doing that. And I'll tell you what you miss. You miss the ideas and you miss the creativity. Because if you can give yourself that time to relax and quiet your brain and quiet and, and slow your body down from always doing something, my greatest ideas have never come from being busy. Right. Mm. I can get more work done by doing work, but the ideas that are going to grow everything that you're doing come from quiet. And when you don't allow yourself to be quiet or your mind to be quiet, you will just continue to do more work. So I guess my thought process is figuring out, I don't actually know how to do that. Like I can, we have property on the river. I put up a hammock. I'll go out there. We'll put a fire in our new fire pit. We'll do something. But I end up picking, like there's so much stuff to be done on that property. Like I have a dream that I just can't sit there. So then I get up and we start, let's cut down these trees or let's go put lights here or let's work on this step or, you know, like I can't. What we had to learn that was really hard was you're, 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 you're a great worker. Like you are a fantastic worker, but your greatest strength is also your greatest weakness. Yes. And that is the case with you. You will, if you have 120 hours to work, you will work 120 hours and you will get stuff done, but there's always going to be things to pick up. But what you won't do is first of all, health wise to quiet your brain, to quiet your mind. And just you, you need to go with Michelle to Kate's kayaking thing. Right. Mm. And just, and just do that. And just because it's going to be so uncomfortable for you because you are not used to your, your body's going to shake. You're going to be like, what? I was like, we do all that. I just can't not, I've not found the ability, literally the ability within myself to not like, even we, we own kayaks. We go to the, we spend a lot of time as a family, um, even still within that, but we'll go to the river and it'll be like, let's, it always becomes a challenge or a project or a so you is that you is that is that I love this comment is that you is that your kids is that your husband is it a combination oh that's well it's probably I mean it's almost all me but my firstborn has the same tendencies whereas my husband is the polar opposite and he's like so chill I don't, I don't know which of you have met my husband I know Kate has um he's so chill and relaxing we're like so polar opposites and my youngest daughter takes after him so we're like divided Okay. Between like okay. the ones who like to go to the ocean and like snorkel and set up an itinerary or the ones who like to go to the ocean and like watch TV in the beach and then go swim. Like I'm not even, I'm not even talking about TV. You mentioned watching movies. I'm not that to me. That's just, that's not what I'm talking about because that's still you being entertained. Right. That's not quiet. That's not thinking. That's just, that's not peace. Like you're still, it could bring more anxiety than work. A lot of times mental. Cause you're, oh, yeah. you're being stimulated, whatever it is. I'm just saying, whenever I see that tendency of like, I always have to be doing something that is the workaholic that it, it, it can lead to a lot of burnout. It can lead to a lot of stress and it, and I'm not sure which one's best or worst, but it will not lead to these ideas that you want to do that you're talking about. Yeah. You, so I, I don't know how to be quiet and still and and turn things off i mean there's wine like that helps <laughs> no, like, no. <laughs> it's just that wine's television why are you saying like just have a glass of wine to i don't like when i said told you about the camp you know like our river property we i've set that up to for that whole purpose because burnout 
is something I experience every quarter probably because I'm always going through challenges. So I've, I mean, I've identified that need, but setting up that zone doesn't make me go out there and relax. And you know, like I, I no, guess it's, 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 it's it has to come from you. It, the, no place is going to do that for you. You can always have a phone or a glass of wine or a television to, to, or something to clean up. It's, yeah. this, is, this is the first step of saying, I know this is something that I have to work on. And, I don't have the, and you don't have the answer for it yet because it's kind of like, how do I stop drinking? Like, you don't know right away, I need to do this, right? Uh-huh. But just, just acknowledging this and saying, holy crap, maybe it's not, maybe, the first acknowledgement, maybe it's not a good thing that I'm always busy. That's just the first step. As you say, maybe it's not a good thing because the most successful people are not always busy. It's like you're, if you have that tendency like she does to always find something to plug in yep. and then like, okay, well, the answer has got to be, I got to create a new environment and you're going to, it's like the successful person. I got to, I got to get here. Then I'll be happy. So it's like, Lizzie, yep. you can keep making a better and better environment, but you're, it's like my father. I love him, but he's, you know, he's working on his fourth marriage and the only common denominator is my dad and so if you keep going if you go from one environment to the next you're going to have the same situation you could have them you could i mean kate went to hawaii for her she was remarried recently and she's she spent a week unplugged she literally had her phone i think it broke or she lost it and she was unplugged for all that time and she found that it's like you could be in hawaii and still find yourself busying and so it, it is an internal project not an external totally and lizzie i can tell you i was you 10 years ago Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, I remember Elizabeth, my wife, took me to yoga. The, <laughs> <I> know that. <laughs> oh my goodness, the most pain. I've had some rough hours in my life. One of the most painful hours of my entire life, in this room with everybody being quiet and having to do these things. I, I wanted to run through the window. It was that it, it made me shake that much. I'm like, I cannot sit here while you do a pose for four minutes and I can't say anything and I can, and my mind is flowing and going crazy. Like that was the first step for me. My mind is too out of control and I'm always busy. And 10 years later, meditation, somebody mentioned meditation in the, in yeah. the Ursula. It, even doing two minutes at that point was, was unbelievably hard for me, but now it can be half. A, there's so much benefits to it. I don't know if you're interested in it. I'm just pointing out whenever I see somebody say that they're always busy and they always need to be, that's, that's something to think about. Thank you. That was such an amazing audio clip that I pulled from that interview for our expert, Vincent Buglisi, and interacting with tribe member Lizzie Stroll. Lizzie, thank you so much for your vulnerability because that conversation was so powerful. Now, since this expert call, I'm going to give you an update. This is the power of getting someone with a big thinking mindset, someone that has a freedom mindset, someone that knows how to harness the creativity and the ideas that can come, as he says, when his mind is not being busy, but relaxed and quiet. So here's some updates that the tribe has taken this call with Vincent very seriously and they've made a challenge. So Jen and Michelle, both members, decided to do a daily accountability and share ideas on how they can simply quiet their brains, listen, and get ideas. Kate, who was mentioned within this interview, she gets ideas already all the time, but especially, this is really cool, 
right as she's waking up in the morning, kind of at the end of a dream, an idea will come. And so it's hard for her to capture that, obviously. Like, how do you get it from a dream? Oh, there it is. And you, what do you write it? So the least she can do is she started putting a notepad on her bedstand so that she could start to write them down. If she was able to wake up, remember them, jot it down. Something else she does is she's big into kayaking. She can bring the same notepad with her. And when she's out in the open water and just in the nature and just in God's country, she can get these ideas while she's in deep thought and write those down as well. Ellen from the tribe has blocked off 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock p.m. every day to float around in her pool to think. She keeps her phone on a raft nearby on do not disturb mode and is ready to write down any ideas as they come. Ellen just shared that she did this on a recent tribe accountability call and she came to this call wanting to brainstorm one of her ideas that came to her in the pool. And I'll tell you, I can't tell you what the idea was, but it literally could launch an entirely separate business for Ellen, allowing her to create a passive income that she would love to create. It's been one of her dreams. She's got the cleaning business. It's growing. She's pushing hard to hit half a million, three-quarter million, a million-dollar company. But she also wants to create a passive income on the side, and she may have come up with a great idea to do that. And it was as simple as seeing what opportunity right in front of her, and she was able to possibly connect some dots, but she did that during her quiet time and think time in the pool. This podcast episode and that interview with Vincent and Lizzie and hearing what the people are doing now in the aftermath of this amazing coaching clinic that Vincent put on, I just can't wait to see what the members of the Smart Cleaning Tribe will do. And for all of you Solo Cleaning School podcast listeners and even the elite members in the Solo Cleaning School, I am so excited to see what you think of this episode. How does this affect you? Where are you wired? Are you a busy, busy, busy? Or do you take time to think? If you are the latter, you're going to do great at optimizing. If you are busy, 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 my ISO model is going to be tough for you. I'm telling you right now, you will need to have to think. I did often as I was optimizing my first business, and I do it now. Vincent is right. You really need to quiet your mind. Oh, and I don't want to forget to mention Vincent Buglisi. You can find him at TotalLifeFreedom.com. Definitely check out his free audiobook of Freelance to Freedom. You'll learn so much about who Vincent is and the type of life that him and his family lead as they pursue the five phases of freedom. So it's really exciting stuff. Definitely check that out. And again, have an amazing day and get some thinking time. Start now. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.